Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Get Rich Podcast. My name is Rich, and in this podcast I usually talk about movies, music, and sometimes what's going on in the tech world. So let's get right into it. So recently I saw a couple movies. Um, I saw Toy Story 4. Um, Toy Story 4 I felt like was not the best film in the franchise. Um, if it was up to me, I would say the second one would probably be my favorite as far as all four of them go. I do feel like the fourth one did have a lot of really good um, you know, story points. And I feel like they kind of wrapped up the story that if they were to end the entire franchise there, it would be perfectly fine. They did introduce a lot of really great um, characters. Um, they have, of course, some new voices. Um, which kind of is fun is they did have Keanu Reeves as one of the characters. So if you have yet to go see that film, I would definitely go see that. Um, IMDb rated at an 8.3, which I thought was maybe a little bit high. I don't know if I would rate it that high. I would probably give it a little bit lower, maybe a high 7, maybe a little bit lower, right like right an 8 even. Um, but I don't know. Um, it was pretty good. Um I would definitely go see that one. Uh, for the second film I saw, which was one that I was very, very excited about uh, for this summer uh, movie, uh, movie going is Midsummer uh, by Ari Aster, written and directed by Ari. Um, Ari was the writer and director of um, Hereditary. Um, Hereditary, I felt like was probably better than Midsummer. However, I really enjoyed Midsummer. I just feel like he did better writing. I feel like it came together as a film better in Hereditary. Midsummer, the storyline is kind of around surrounding some um, college students and they get away to a European country. One of their friends, or like an exchange student type friend, takes him back to his village. Um, to visit, they, he says that there's a, a, a festival that they only do every 90 years, and they all are excited to go, and it turns out to be a cult, and they can't leave. A um, couple interesting points of the film itself is the entire film has that kind of horror, kind of suspense um, aspect to it, uh, but the entire film was filmed during the day. So it's not every day that you see a horror film that is actually in like 98% daylight, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I did kind of reach out to a couple of friends that I know enjoy movies as well. And one person did bring up a good point that um, hereditary starts strong, has a strong middle, has a strong finish. Uh, I feel like midsummer started off really strong and then it had a really good buildup, but kind of fizzled out. It kind of laid a little bit flat for me towards the end. I do still feel like it's worth the money to go see, um, as far as going to take a um, go see it in theaters, um, spend the money on it. I think have the full experience in uh, a movie theater. Uh, I wouldn't wait for this one to come out on streaming services or anything like that. Third movie I went to go see. I went to go see Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, for some reason, I really just didn't like this film. I was bored by it. Uh, I do understand that Spider-Man is meant to be a high school student who is starting to want to date girls and get, um, date Mary, um, 
Mary Jane, and um, it just was boring. Um, there was nothing really to it. There's not really much going on. Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of boring playing Mysterio. I'm probably going way against the grain on this one. However, with all three Spider-Mans, you have Tobey Maguire, you have Andrew Garfield, and you have Tom Holland. I would probably go like this from number one for me would be Tobey Maguire every single time. Number two, I think it's crazy for me to say this, but I would probably put Tom Holland as number two and Andrew Garfield as number three. Uh, I would want to see Tobey Maguire come back uh, and fill in the shoes. However, it's kind of hard now since they did the end game for the Avengers film with Tom Holland in it. So those are the films that I recently saw. A couple upcoming films that I think are kind of interesting that I might go see. Um, They did release a trailer or kind of a teaser to a live-action Mulan movie. Um, I never – I saw the Mulan animated film uh, probably once. I wasn't really into that one, but I thought it was pretty good. So I'm I'm, I'm curious on that one. Um, They are doing a live-action mermaid film. Um, which everyone's going sideways on that because of the uh, race of um, who they cast to be mermaid, which is not a white Caucasian female, which more power to them for getting outside of the box that everyone thinks they should be in. Um, I think that's going to be a fantastic film. Uh, Lion King, very excited about. They have an, an absolute all-star cast. You have James Earl Jones. You have Beyonce, you have Childish Gambino or Donnie Donnie Glover, Um, you have um, Seth Rogen, you have Billy Eichner, I think Whoopi Goldberg's in there. You have a bunch of people in there. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. The only thing is, though, I did hear on a podcast, um, I think it was either yesterday or today, um, that one guy um, said he was boycotting Lion King. And everyone was just like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean you're boycotting the new Lion King? And he had a good point. I'm, gonna st- I'm still going to go see it. But his point was, so they're taking the original story. They're taking the original film. And they're pretty much doing the exact same story, the storyboards in the film. But they're doing it as a live action movie. And so what's happening now is that they're taking the almost, you know, um, scene for scene for the most part of what we know. And, but yet the original storyboard members from what we found out so far are not getting any payment of that. So you write the story, you make the storyboard for your animated film. But years and years and years later, they redo the film. However, you do not get a dime. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting, an interesting point to kind of think of. I'll probably still am going to see it uh, just because out of curiosity for me. Um, another film that's kind of off the wall um, was Jesse Eisenberg's uh, The Art of Self-Defense. Um, Jesse Eisenberg plays a guy, kind of a younger adult in the workforce. He kind of gets pushed around. He's kind of portraying more of a weaker guy and he finds like a taekwondo type gym and it has kind of like a twisted kind of dark comedy flavor to it um i i think it looks absolutely absolutely hilarious so i'll go see that one as well um summer's pretty much cut out for me i know some of them don't come out for a while um, like mulan and little mermaid uh, but the other two come out relatively soon um, as far as the tech world goes, I did read a couple articles that 
Um, as 2019 rolls on, we are just right about the six-month marker of 2019 that there are more and more and more streaming services. There are going to be more streaming services. Apple is throwing millions at their streaming service. Disney is getting prepared to launch theirs. Um, they're having probably many, many more streaming services out there, which is getting frustrating for me because – Eight years ago, ten years ago, whatever, uh, I said, I don't want cable anymore. It's an absolute fortune. I cut the cable cord. I said, see you later. Sent all that stuff back, and I went with, uh, I think I started with Netflix and Hulu. Um, now I have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. But my fear is when at the end of 2019 into 2020, all of my favorite shows, such as The Office, um, is going to go to all of their respective streaming services so for instance you like the office you like parks and recs and you like bob's burgers um they potentially it's an example they can be owned by all three you would have to get three separate streaming services my fear is that they're going to get too smart to where the streaming giant services are going to find out on how to maybe secure these where um my my bet is that you'll no longer be able to share your your login information. Um, that's my fear. Um, so we'll see if that ends up playing out as far as that. Um, also in the tech world, I don't know if uh, anyone has ever played the HQ trivia game where I think they do like the two a day broadcasts where they answer trivia questions. If you win, you win money. Um, what was interesting, why they came up in the news is they've reported to pay out uh, just over $6 million in cash prizes. However, all of the contestants that have won are complaining of large, large uh, delays in receiving their cash prizes. Um, one of them being the very popular and famous from Jeopardy, uh, Alex Jacob. Um, Alex Jacob played HQ just recently. He did win um, a whopping $20,000, and he is now taken to Twitter and stating that they are ripping him off. They are not responding. They are not giving him his money. But which is interesting to me is one of the spokespeople from the HQ company uh, reached out to TechCrunch and they said that uh, they're not withholding anything. However, they're wanting to do more of uh, more of an investigation to make sure Alex Jacob didn't um, cheat or do anything um, to win the $20,000 that was um, unfair or cheating, I guess. So I thought that was interesting. Um, moving on to music, um, I thought was kind of fun. You don't normally see um, this name in the news too much anymore. Um, however, I did read that Marilyn Manson stated in the news that he will be uh, playing a role in the um, CBS adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. Um, in the news, it didn't state exactly what Marilyn Manson, what role he was playing. Um, there was very minimal uh, news about that, but I feel like Stephen King and being the fantastic author of amazing classics and Marilyn Manson being a very much a popular um, figure within like kind of like that metal scene. Um, I feel like that's going to go great together as far as on screen acting. Um, another kind of goofy thing, Tyler, the creator, saying he's boycotting Sweden because his best buddy, ASAP Rocky, is still in jail. Whatever. You'll boycott Sweden. Who cares? Moving on. So with all of that said, um, uh, 
you know, I always like to end each episode with kind of what my currents are. So the current book I'm reading is by Mitch Album. Um, it's called The Timekeeper. I feel like um, it's a good book so far. Pretty easy read. Mitch has always been um, one of the easier ones to kind of read and understand. Um, and this one is about the guy who invented the clock. And he finds two people he has to end up trying to help. Uh, because be- he invented the clock, he gets banished away to a cave for eternity. So it's kind of an interesting play on time and things like that. Um, current podcast I've been listening to is I am back on the daily the daily zeitgeist. I feel like those guys are absolutely hilarious. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy uh, listening to them, hearing their jokes, and hearing their layout of their podcast. Um, especially I get some little tidbits of news in there that I may um, not get, which is nice when you know driving to and from work and things like that. Current tunes, um, I've found a 90s hip-hop, kind of a golden era of hip-hop playlist. Uh, I've been recently listening to a little bit more of the far side. So hopefully... Uh, those out there listening, there are hopefully some 90s babies out there that enjoy as much as I do a solid, good-made um, playlist for 90s hip-hop. Um, current Instagram, I want to give a shout-out to, which I have been enjoying the artwork for quite some time, is Sam Larson, um, L-A-R-S-O-N. Um, Sam Larson has been doing fantastic artwork. I kind of found him when he was in... Um, the series of very like miniature art um, that he moved on kind of to like stamps, um, patches, stickers. Um, now he's kind of doing some more iconic items. I just recently checked his feed and I think he had Bill Murray when Bill Murray played Steve Susu from the Wes Anderson film. So definitely go give that a check on Instagram. Now, like always, if you want to catch me, you can catch me on Instagram. Uh, my username is Rich, which is one R, two I's, three C's, four H's. That's my black and white account. If you throw an underscore at the end of that username, that's my color account. So definitely go give me a message, give me a like, give me a follow, whatever. Um, you can always leave a voicemail on the Anchor app, which where I um, upload these two. And like always, I really appreciate it, and I hope to see everyone in episode 16.